Today, we've got back one of the world's foremost experts on organic social media strategy, Wilfrey, who's gonna talk about all kinds of tips to help you up your Amazon game, and how with one of his clients, he got to page one for a top keyword without even a single giveaway, thanks to Google traffic. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers podcast by Helium 10. I am your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show. That's a completely BS-free, unscripted, and unrehearsed organic conversation about serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the Amazon world. We've got somebody who, who hasn't been on, on the show, I think, since 2019, probably. Wilfried, coming to us from Holland. How's it going? Very well, Bradley. And the funny thing is, or maybe also the saddest thing, is the last time I flew to the United States was actually the elite uh, setup from Helium 10. That's that's December 2019. Yeah. And before that, I flew the world twice. I've been in China, Fiji, uh, all around the place. But uh, finally good to be back. So it looks like we're going back to normal, huh? I th I think so. Like, How, how are things going on in um, in your part of the world there? Are, I mean, is, are you know, restaurants open and things like that? Yeah, well, they have a five-step process and we're in step three now. So uh, uh, you're not allowed to eat, but you can sit on the terrace drinking a beer. And uh, that's what we're Dutch good at. Eh? So uh, we will manage. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Okay. How's uh, your beloved uh, Ajax doing these days? Yeah, very good. And uh, it's funny that you ask. I think you're one of the few Americans that actually love soccer. Eh? So uh, yep. people... Wondering in the US, uh, what was Ajax? But uh, yeah, it's it's our soccer team and uh, they did well. They were champions. So uh, The Europa yeah. Cup? Uh, almost. Uh, we, uh, we, we managed to miss a penalty. And mm. uh, yeah, we, we had the chance to, uh, to come back 2-0 uh, in two games, but it didn't work. So uh, oh, wow. yeah, unfortunate. Anyways, we're not here to talk sports. We want to talk, you know, what your specialty is and, and one of them is definitely, uh, you know, we're going to talk about some different things today, but but I remember last time we talked a lot about growing your your organic uh, social media following and how that that helps Amazon sellers. You know, like just in the Amazon world, you know, the, I know the social media world evolves and, and changes. So just, just, you know, since the last time we talked, you know, I think I'm pretty sure it was like the end of 2019. What are some things that you can talk about that that have evolved or changed as far as maybe the way that, that you manage um, uh, accounts or, or the way that you've seen clients manage? Uh, how have they had to adapt due to changes? Yeah, well, it, it's a good thing. And um, the funny thing is also about my my own business, Digital Blacksmith, that we don't onboard clients currently. So I'm not selling anything. And I'm only sharing it. my knowledge. And that's why I can give away all my secrets as well. And Ooh, I like to hear I, it. <laughs> yeah. I like to start with some numbers eh, because it, it gives perspective. and. Currently, there are 3.8 billion people on social media, and uh, Facebook is still the market leader with 68%. If you look at the generations, even 45% is 65 and up. So basically, every generation is online. And uh, yeah, it's a very positive consumer experience because 71% recommends friends and family on social media. So especially for Amazon sellers, our reviews are the most important thing almost. And it's like the old days eh? when your neighbor says, oh, that's a very good grocery store or bakery, whatever. And now it's online. 
and 71% uh, looks at positive uh, user experiences. Average time today is two and a half hours we spend on social media. Mm-hmm. And uh, 73% of all marketeers say it's, it's very effective to be uh, running ads and that kind of stuff. And I'm not here to promote Facebook. Eh? In a minute, I will also show you tips and tricks to do it for free. Yeah, I'm part Dutch. Or actually, I'm, I'm, I'm full Dutch, but I, I feel like an American sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, what's also is funny that um, 54%, they rely on, on influencers to, to help them find their brands. And yeah, that's one of the things that grows rapidly. Yeah? Uh, I talked about it in 2019, but even nowadays, that's why we sometimes make the joke. Um, uh, having a lot of followers on Instagram is like being rich in Monopoly uh, back in the old days. because. Yeah. If you are an influencer, you can push people, uh, yeah, all the different ways. Eh? And um, uh, yeah, with your permission, I'd like to continue. And what you need to do now, yes, please, is is, is a real time one on one communication with your audience. And it, it seems so easy, but a lot of people are there just in your face selling their products. But people need to to know you, and and you need to draw them in with quality content. Eh? Then you will get social engagement and social reach. And when that happens, they will trust you. And uh, yeah, before you know it, then your loyal customers will be your salespeople. Eh? And that's uh, what uh, a lot of brands, yeah, what I see happening is that they forget about that, that uh, particular piece. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, first, what you need to do, of course, before you start selling on Amazon, have, an, have a product that's worth making. Eh? If you have something incredible, and of course, all Amazon sellers that are listening now have something incredible, otherwise, why, why, why bother? If you have that, tell a story worth telling. Maybe you have a product that's more expensive, but show the audience why. Mm-hmm. Is it more sustainable? Is it something that has a legacy in it or whatever? If you can tell that story, people won't mind paying a little bit more. And uh, yeah, contribute uh, uh, the word what you're talking about. Eh? So if you talk about just sustainability, yeah, put it also in your content. Eh? Uh, and, and and if you have your story, design and build in a way that a few people will actually benefit from it and care about it. So you need to have your target audience uh, uh, right in your, uh, I would say in your face, but in, in your mind. <laughs> you know, yeah. you, you must know exactly uh, who you're targeting for. and. Um, yeah, what you need to do then is spread the word, of course. Eh? You designed your story. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm here to tell you good and, and also uh, a little bad news. The good mm-hmm. news is anyone can do it. The bad news is it's a lot, a lot, a lot of work. Eh? There is yeah. no shortcut. Never use any automation tools. Of course, you can use some like uh, a hot suite or, or posting tools and that kind of stuff. But Never ever use anything black hat or buy links or buy likes because um, yeah you want to connect with your real target audience. Eh? That's that's what's important. So you need to show up regularly, consistently, and generously for years and years and years to come. And you can grow fast. Eh? It's not that you start now and in five years you will see some results. But uh, yeah, people don't want what you make. They want what it will do for them and how yeah. to make them feel. So you need to sell feeling, status, connections instead of, of a task and stuff. And that's one of the biggest things I see uh, that goes wrong with businesses. They say, this is an amazing bike and you can ride on it. Well, that's great. You can also say, this is your 
one-time changing life experience if, mm-hmm. because uh, it will benefit your health. Uh, you will be outside. You will meet other people, whatever. And it's still the same bike, but it's it's told in a very different story. Yeah? And uh, yeah, those things are very important. And again, uh, with your permission, I like to chat. I like to talk. <laughs> I hey. was actually at uh, Amazon HQ the other day and uh, I had a... Um, uh, a seminar for seven hours and even then i was not done talking so <laughs> we'll just i'm surprised you still have your me. your your voice <laughs> you sound Sorry? pretty good yeah, <laughs> well, yeah this I was at this, this is at amazon in 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 holland there uh london uh, london uh, oh london okay your uh, london headquarters i was uh, talking there but the five steps you should do is define your audience eh? i talked about it a little but how old is your target follower? Where do they live? What kind of jobs do they have? What other challenges? How and when do they use social media? One thing that's also important, what is the next big trend? Because A, you want to rank for keywords, but if there is a keyword that's related to your product, but it's not a totally trend, A, you can find them on Google Trends, on BuzzFeed, on Reddit, on, on Quora, be, be there as well, talking to your audience. Uh, what you need to do then is set goals. Eh? What are you doing? Are you generating leads? Or when you, do you want to increase your conversions on your website? Or do you want to improve your customer services? So what, what is the reason that you go online, basically? If you know what your uh, goal is, then uh, yeah, you need to plan your content mix. Eh? Quality, as I said, is not longer sufficient. But figure out the story your customers tell themselves and open the door to that possibility. Yeah? Find and build and earn your story with client testimonials, with thank you gifts, uh, have a picture of your product is delivered to your customers. Unboxing videos are still amazing. And yeah, use images and content that your audience can easily engage with rather than focusing solely on the selling element, as I said. Eh? I, I don't have video right now, but I always show a picture of a guy with a megaphone in somebody's face and saying, buy my product. And they're so with their hands back and say, oh, I don't know you, so why should I buy and why should I care? And as I said, it's uh, I bring you good news and, and, and bad news because it's a lot of work. But if you do it the right way, uh, for example, if you post 80% value, if you post inspirational quotes, if you interact with your fans, if you balance your post, if you ask mm. questions, if you hold a contest, if you run a poll, all those different things, yeah, then you will see that the audience will actually start to like you. And um, on Facebook, uh, the algorithm, they don't care about how many likes you have. It's about the user experience, how many people are talking about you. And uh, the more people talk about you, the more uh, your your reach uh, you will get. And uh, as I said, if you provide quality, then uh, yeah, your audience uh, uh, is growing like 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 uh, yeah, rapidly. I would say wildfire, but it's it's a season again, I guess. Uh, with all the fires going on, so I will not use that language. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's so important. Eh? And, and sometimes I use the metaphor. Like uh, it's like a bouncer in a nightclub. Eh? Let's say your competitors and you are going to party. The bouncer says to you, "You you're allowed to go in because you post quality content. Eh? You provide the service, and the other people are only there to sell the products. And you're allowed to party with the girls, and all the other competitors are left outside. And mm-hmm. yeah, we see that happening a lot with when we post online." I always say, if you post something, is it something you would share yourself or you would like yourself? And if not, don't don't post it. 
And if you do not know what to post, what I always say, like everything your competitor does, because every time their post will show up in your feed and you know exactly what they are doing and you can also see what, what's working for them eh? and uh, mm. don't copy it. Eh? Uh, that's one thing I, I like to talk about in a minute about Google and SEO, but uh, the algorithms see everything. Eh? Uh, they, they know if you have copied it or it's not unique and everything should be as unique as possible. It's kind of like Amazon, you know, like you don't need to, you know, you don't want to just hundred percent copy your competitors products, but see what they're doing and what people like about what they, they have and what they don't like and, and make something better. So yeah. it sounds like that needs to go to your social media strategy as well. Absolutely. And uh, what I always say for Amazon sellers as well, also create a website eh, where you can put on your content. Of course, eh, your content should be uh, quality and uh, original. And uh, <clears throat> here are some other nuggets um, uh, the, the audience can, uh, can use. The, the optimum blog post should be around 600 to 800 unique words. You should have around five to six images. Incorporate in your text two to three frequently asked questions because they will also show up in your feed. Eh? People Google, then you will see also frequently asked questions. And use around five reviews in your text as well. And uh, if you have an article like that, uh, yeah, then uh, you will see uh, amazing things happen. And uh, we, we had a client the other day and he sold vacuum cleaners. And we got him page one before Amazon uh, in four days. So that's actually something ever very, this is very addictive for us, eh? the reach and uh, how fast we can grow. But uh, again, if you provide quality, if you do a better job than your competitors, then amazing things will happen. And how did we outrank Amazon, for example? Amazon normally only ranks one product. eh? They don't bundle products uh, because every product is a page. But if you bundle your products, eh, let's say we talked about cycling, uh, gifts for uh, people that love to go cycling or something like that, you can put maybe 10 products in one blog post and uh, yeah, then you will outrank your competition as well because your article is, is more unique and has more quality to it. So uh, yeah, use all those different things. Eh? All right, guys, quick break from this episode for the BTS Bradley's 30 seconds. Here's my 30 second tip. We've been talking a little bit about building your off Amazon audience, be it social media or or just your your email list. And, and one of the great ways to do this, as mentioned, was in using portals. But one thing that people don't realize is with within portals, you can do insert cards. And this isn't just about Helium 10. I mean, if you have your own way to make insert cards, by all means, do it. But but, you know. Making insert cards is not against Amazon Terms of Service. Now, of course, there's different ways that you can make it against Terms of Service, like if you're trying to incentivize reviews. But uh, within portals, we've got some great kind of like different templates you could use for the insert cards. You know, some of them that come from people who have been here on the the, the podcast, such as uh, Norm Farrar, Paul Barron, and others. And take a look at those templates because there's different things that have been proven to work that work really great for converting people and getting them on your email list or into your social media, such as offering extended warranty. Or the one great one is Paul Barron's $10,000 insert. If you're wondering what that is, get into portals and uh, take a look at that that template. But we kind of make it easy for you guys, all right? So don't forget about the importance of building your off Amazon traffic and audience. And a great way to do that is by doing insert cards. And if you don't 
know graphics or you don't know how to create insert cards, just hop into Helium 10 portals and you know use one of those templates, put your own picture there, put your own link there, and you are good to go. Now, you mentioned briefly about you know, your, your website and things like that. And sometimes what happens with Amazon sellers is, you know, we get so, uh, we get like, you know, tunnel vision and, and only just focusing on, on Amazon. And, you know, they don't understand about the, the value of, of building your, uh, your brand off of Amazon or bringing even outside traffic. So, you know, a lot of people do that through, through funnels or, or through other ways, you know, we even have our own, you know, since we've, we've talked, you know, uh, we have our own tool now called uh, portals, which is kind of like, uh, brings you into these landing pages uh, before going to Amazon and helps helps customers build their their off Amazon you know list because a lot of people don't realize you know uh, especially new sellers that hey you don't you don't own your your customers on Amazon they're, they're Amazon's customers you're not allowed to talk to them at all outside of outside of the purchase of the product and you can't advertise to them can't can't do anything and so the more you can build your off Amazon audience be it through social media like you've talked about or or through your own uh, website you know. That, that's so much better. So what about now, now I, I'm building my, uh, I'm acquiring an audience off of Amazon. You know, some people just, hey, nah, I'm just gonna have them follow my social media. Some people will have elaborate uh, funnel techniques. What, what, what do you see nowadays that's working for, for not talking about social media, but just building your, your off Amazon audience or email list? Yeah, for, for that purpose, you need, of course, your, your website, eh, because you can, Target them there. You can uh, uh, host your products there, and uh, yeah, you need to capture them, of course, in your email list if possible, eh? or on your messenger list. But one thing that's very important, and Jerry V also talks about that a lot: create an omnipresence, eh? be everywhere where your target audience is as well, and uh, you, you plant a seed in their brain almost. Eh? And uh, if they see you six times on all the different things, then, uh, hey, you, you must be important or uh, interesting enough. Check it out. And, uh, yeah, when you have a website, and I, I love to give this as an example, let's say I sell flea and tick colors. We go into a tools. In this case, I use Serpstat. It's a free tool you can use. You put in uh, the, the search on Google, 3,600 people actually look for that particular keyword. And the keyword difficulty is very easy because it is 8 out of 100. So that means that there is hardly any competition. So always go for the high volume, low competition keywords in your particular niche. Or let, let's say this is flea and thick colors. Then I write an article about the five flea and thick treatments that don't work. And uh, I post that on my Facebook page. And uh, sometimes you need to feed the beast a little. Eh? I say you need to spend let's say $50 on that particular uh, topic to, to promote it on, on Facebook. Mm -hmm. But if a lot of people click on it, and they will, because people see, hey, flea and tick treatments that don't work, I don't want my dog to have fleas, they click on it. And what now happens, and we call it the snowball model, people go from Facebook to your website, and all those big tech companies, they look at each other, right? because they don't want to miss out on the, the next best thing. So Google will send you traffic, you will... You will rank higher on your on your keywords for flea and tick treatments. Facebook sees that you do an amazing job because everyone clicks on it, so that will give you better, high quality audience. And Amazon, the all seeing eye, they see as well that you are ranking high on Google and you rank high on, on Facebook, and they will also uh, help your rankings. And a good friend of ours, eh, Howard Tai, he told me the other day that he ranked a, uh, a product page one on Amazon without one sale and without one review. 
And how did he do it? He ranked it number one on Google. And mm. that, that's the proof in the pudding that you will see that all those big tech companies that look at each other and uh, yeah, spend a lot of time doing research. Yeah? And before you, you start, and maybe it's not too late, what is useful in your industry? What's interesting? What's trending? What's relevant? And if you know exactly what your target audience is doing and what they like, then you need to, to create a planning eh? strategy, objective, targets, activities. And only then can you start uh, sharing uh, and creating content. I see a lot of people that, that take pictures and they post it online. But uh, uh, yeah, is that interesting enough? Is it useful enough? And uh, another big thing that goes wrong, uh, nine out of 10, is the timing. Eh? Uh, people go to the office at, let's say, nine o'clock and, oh, I need to post something online. They take a picture and they post it, but the audience is normally online between 1 and 4 p.m. So those are your optimal hours. Eh? And I like to say that our company is data-driven. We only look at numbers and uh, don't fall in love with your product that much. If you take a picture out of it and you post it online and nobody reacts to it, yeah, there, there is something wrong then with either your picture or your time or whatever. And yeah, there are amazing tools out there to find out as well. And even within Facebook, uh, the business manager, eh, that yeah, what's happening with your post? What are your best posts? And uh, uh, yeah, if it's because of the timing, then only post between 1 and 4 p.m. Eh? Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, there are a lot of things you can find out. Eh? But yeah, again, it's, it's a lot of work. And one thing uh, we also do is eh, when someone likes your post, you can invite them to like your page. And it's a tedious job and never use any automation, but you can hire a VA to do that. And uh, you can do it all the way up to 100,000 likes. And what happens if people click on that particular button and like your page, they will see your second post. And that's why your second post needs to be as amazing as the first one they liked. And if they like that one again, then as I said, they will show up in the first 10 feeds of their page when the, the moment you, you share something new. And another thing that's overlooked uh, as well is if someone shares your content, what we're doing, we go in and uh, we literally say, let's say you share my, my post. I say, hey, Bradley, you're amazing. You shared our post. And you think, what's going on here? That's, that's a brand that actually reached out to me. That's nice. And most of the time we get a hard back and they say something like, thank you for the enlightenment. And uh, again, you have a happy customer. Other customers see that you really care. And the most important thing, the all-seeing eye, the algorithm, they see everything and they they clearly see that you take the extra mile and you will get a lot of more uh, reach that way. And uh, those are my, my free uh, organic uh, uh, growth tips, huh? So, uh, yeah, be out there and talk to your, uh, to your clientele. And uh, what I normally uh, uh, see a lot happening is, is when people ask a question, either in Facebook Messenger or whatever, it, they don't get a response at all. And, and that's also killing for your business, eh? because if I uh, w- w- yeah, want to know something about shipping or uh, expenses or whatever, or maybe the size of the product, then I want to have an answer instantly. And that's what I said in the beginning. Uh, yeah, our um, community should be real-time, one-on-one communication with your client. Uh, you have to fight for every client. And uh, as I said, if, if they are your loyal ambassadors, they will be your salespeople. You know, uh, that's also one thing you can do is, is create groups, uh, uh, private groups, 
And uh, we did it also for a client the other day. And somebody, uh, 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 yeah, they talk bad about the brand. And all the others are jumped on them. And they say, oh, you, you're you crazy. This is an amazing brand, high quality. Yeah. And so you, as, as a brand owner, you don't have to do anything that moment. It's the other people that will take care of your brand that way. And that's, yeah, that's very powerful. Huh? Interesting, interesting. Now, you know, you, you've mentioned some, I like you. Know, you have like catchphrases uh, sometimes, and and you're you're good at titling presentations. And one thing I've heard you, you know, talk about before is turning your buyers into your sales force. Uh, yeah. Is something you, you you've mentioned before. So like, you know, th that you know at face value sounds really sexy. I think to an Amazon seller, like, what? What do you mean turn my buyers into 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 my my sales force? So so are are you referring to kind of just like them them sharing your products or? or actually making some buyers like micro-influencers? Or, or what do you refer to when you when you say that? Well, they need to almost promote, promote your product and say to their clientele that uh, this is amazing and uh, product reviews and that kind of stuff. And uh, yeah, they, they need to breathe, sleep, and eat your brand almost. Eh? They need to be so, so fan uh, about your product that they will share it and they will interact with other people and uh, yeah, all kinds of things. Eh? Okay, I like it. What look, you know for the rest of this episode now, I want to I want to go into like some you know some specific strategies that that you uh, that you have that kind of like we usually do on this show something called the TST thirty second tip, but instead of just one, uh, I want to just do like some some rapid fire where it's just uh, quick wins. You know, not like an an overarching initiative, but. But for the average, you know, Amazon seller out there or, or e-commerce professional, what are some quick wins that people can start doing that are definitely going to, you know, it's not going to, uh, you know, change their business overnight. But uh, uh, if they keep stacking these up, it's definitely long run going to uh, help them out. I mean, you've already given us a few, but, but l l let's do some quick hitters now. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we see Facebook Live is back in favor. So uh, as I said, Go live with unboxing videos, for example, or new product releases, or uh, go to your whole portfolio with all kinds of products with different sizes, different shapes, different colors. What's very hot and happening right now is uh, augmented reality. Yeah? They even within Amazon, they have uh, uh, something you can use for that purpose. Uh, and people don't know what it is. Uh, the easiest way to tell is that you see my face, but I put some. Uh, bunny ears on my hat or something like that huh? but you can also use it with your phone to for example if you have some furniture uh, you can put your phone in a, a particular corner and then mm -hmm. you will see the couch you want to buy eh? if you sell couches then you see how the couch will look in your in your living room and yep. those things are very uh, powerful uh yeah video uh facebook video marketing uh, is still something that we see growing eh? so spend a lot of time on, on creating good quality videos. Uh, as I said, private interest-driven communities. Create your own community with your loyal followers. Uh, create VIP evenings or 10-minute uh, shopping experiences. It's a little bit harder, of course, when you sell on Amazon. Eh? But um, yeah, maybe you can do something with a, a, a discounts or whatever. So like the, like the private communities, like... like private facebook groups or or, yeah. or off yeah. okay so 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 then it gives people kind of like the sense that they're special kind of like yeah. you're talking about where they have exclu exclusivity yeah exclusive access and uh mm. let's say uh 
Black Friday is, is, is coming in a few months. Eh? Uh, uh, create one day earlier some kind of discount or whatever uh, shopping experience uh, for that particular clientele. And uh, I'm not sure if people are familiar with Cameo. There are a lot of celebrities on there. Yep, you can yep. hire someone to do a shout out. Uh, what I also love to, to, to use, for example, is, is a tool called King Sumo. You can do a giveaway, and in that giveaway, people can have more entry tickets if they share it on Facebook, if they like your Twitter account, if they like your Instagram account. And we did one the other day for a client of ours. We got 1,600 uh, signups, and those 1,600 people, they shared our content 30,000 times. And wow. that's also free organic. And our prize was $350 worth of, in this case, it was a, a cryptocurrency. Three hundred fifty dollars worth of cryptocurrency, and we got thirty thousand shares for three hundred fifty dollars. I also have some 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 security n- uh, nugget as well. Okay. It happened to me. Uh, uh, I had a glitch on Facebook. Uh, I think it happened two weeks ago, and uh, forty eight hours I had my account back, but uh, somehow one of my big pages was not uh, on. Uh, I, I was no no longer an admin on that page. And oh. what you also should do is have two or more admins on your Facebook page. Eh? It's something you think, oh, yeah, we'll do that uh, at the moment. Uh, 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 I think about it or something like that. But because I was the only admin, the, the page was uh, without any admins. And luckily, we have uh, a good understanding with Facebook. So I have my page back. But uh, it was 120,000 likes on it. And we worked on it for two years. And it's very hard when some technical glitch We'll make sure that your page is gone. Eh? So, uh, yeah, on the security side, also do whatever it takes. Eh? And uh, on that perspective, diversification is very important. Eh? I, I normally say uh, spend 20% of your time on Facebook, 20% on Instagram, 20% on YouTube, 20% on LinkedIn. If it's if it's viable for your business, that's more B2B. But don't put all your eggs in one basket and spend all your time on Facebook. And tomorrow your Facebook page is gone because you said something about COVID or whatever, eh? or some yeah. politician they, they didn't like. So <laughs> you should always be careful yep. uh, on that perspective. And uh, another thing is what I see happening a lot is people don't do anything about brand reputation management. There is a tool out there, and I'm sure it's free, but um, I use it a lot. It's called awario.com. You can put in your brand How, how do you name, spell that? Uh, A-W-O-R-I-O, Awario. Uh, okay. .com. Uh, you can put in your your uh, target name or maybe even your competitors and it will scan the whole internet 24/7. The moment your name pops up, they will say if it's good or bad. If it's bad, you can immediately take action before it becomes an oil stain and everyone is talking about it. Uh, if it's good, you need to go in and say, "Oh, you're amazing, you're a top fan and we love you so much." Uh, mm-hmm. and that's Again, the, the VIP eh, that's making your uh, your sales force or your your loyal customers your sales force. If they something say something nice on Twitter, and one hour later the brand itself says you're amazing, you're a top fan. Yeah, that that will actually make people uh, uh, reach out even more. Eh? Hmm. So yeah, interesting, those interesting. those things are very important. Eh? I like it. I like it. before before we get into a couple more strategies here, just in general about e-commerce. In the in the Netherlands, how I think it's almost been a year since since Amazon uh, uh, Netherlands has come out. Like, uh, 
is is uh bowl bowls uh, bowl is it called right that was the, that yeah. was the big one over there yeah 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 it's, it's is, is that still pretty much dominating or, or is amazon uh closing the gap or what do you see amongst consumers uh, in, in that in your country there yeah well they are closing the gap but most of the products are still from from deutschland eh? it's, it's very close mm -hmm. amazon de and that's a very big one eh? i think it's the second one worldwide so uh, uh yeah that's very powerful but uh, yeah, it's it's a beast, eh, Amazon. And uh, they, if they want to dominate the Dutch market, they can actually do it. And the prices are lower than than Ball. And uh, in time, I think you will see a shift eh, from from Ball to to Amazon if they uh, don't take uh, the, the the precautionary steps. And uh, that's what you see happening with a lot of brands 10, 15 years ago. Uh, that that are no longer with us because uh, they thought we're doing an amazing job. Eh? We don't have to renew ourselves or rethink about our marketing strategies and especially not go online. <laughs> uh, that yeah. was the thing. Like, uh, uh, yeah, you, you need to see what's going on and act on upon it. Eh? That's very important. What other marketplaces uh, are emerging in Europe that 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 you can see? You know, because I think uh, last year. The e-commerce just around the world kind of changed the landscape and and people were discovering buying online and, and it was an opportunity for some some marketplaces to, to, to say, hey, you know, like we're not it's not just Amazon. And, and you know, like like in a, here in the United States, we say, hey, don't put all like you mentioned, don't put all your eggs in in one basket. You know, sure, definitely sell on Amazon, but, you know, start considering Walmart. You know, if your product is can be considered handmade, you know, consider Etsy. Uh, don't forget about the old ones like eBay. You know, there's there's Newegg. There's all these uh, marketplaces. Uh, you know, we, we in 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 Holland we talked about. Okay, there's Bold or there's Amazon. Just in general in, in the EU, what would you say are like the top? I don't know, four or five marketplaces that sellers should consider selling on other than than, than Amazon. Well. And Europe is a little different eh? because every country uh, has its own language, but also th their own rules and that kind of stuff. So world of European, if you look at that, yeah, the one thing is, of course, Shopify. Eh? Then you take control in your own hands. So there is not really like in America, Walmart or something like that. So uh, mm -hmm. and, and still people order a lot from AliExpress eh? it's, uh, straight from China. So. It's it's a little harder, but um, uh, yeah, you can still do an amazing job uh, on Amazon. But what I see as a strategy, what uh, uh, what is very important, and that's basically uh, a Google 2005. So people pay attention, and that's the rise of voice uh, commerce, eh? and you can still dominate that market because hardly anyone is doing it. But if uh, I want something, I say, hey Siri, or hey uh, hey Alexa, uh, uh, what is the the cheapest bicycle uh, I can buy online. And uh, a lot of people don't, don't, don't uh, yeah, strategize that particular purpose. But if you rank number one, uh, voice commands are definitely related than, than just the ordinary search online, then you will see a lot of sales. Eh? So uh, that's, that's certainly something people should uh, take a look at, the voice commands. Interesting. Okay. All right. Uh, what's some cool tidbits that you can give us about, you know, you, you've, you've been talking a lot about different strategies and obviously it's based on what you've been doing with, with your clients, but uh, what's the, what's the results? So what, what are some results you can give us like, Hey, yeah, you know, this one thing I mentioned, one of my clients did this and they spent uh, $50 and got this many sales or, or they got this many likes. I, I, you mentioned a couple of those cool things, but it's always fun to actually understand 
you know, what is the end result if, uh, you know, our listeners start implementing some of these uh, strategies? Yeah, well, as I said, at the vacuum cleaner, we got it uh, ranked uh, number one, and there are 10,000 uh, searches online for that particular one. And I, I think he sold around 300 more vacuum cleaners. And the price of that particular, and it was an Amazon seller as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the price is around $1,000. So uh, wow. he was, was very, very happy with, uh, with what we did. And uh, yeah, other than that, we still have pages that do 30 million um, uh, reach every month on Facebook without spending hardly any dollars. And of course, in the beginning, you should feed the beast. But uh, focus on quality. Eh? That's, that's something I like to emphasize a lot. And normally, I share... I, 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 share my slides, eh? but it's it's podcast, of course. But we had a client, we had to pay for 18,000 uh, people when we started. Then we posted three times a day quality content. A week later, we paid for 10,000 people. And again, three times a day quality content. And our audience grew like, like crazy. And then we only paid for 5,000 people. So you see, it's the same with Google. It's the same on Facebook. If you provide a service, eh, people go to Facebook to have a good time and they go to Google because they want to find something amazing. And if you are that one that's amazing, then they don't want your money. They will take the money from someone else. And that's also something I, I, I like to show as well when I'm on stages. The, uh, uh, the technique behind the, um, yeah, the ad spend on Google, for example, the higher the quality of your website is, the lower the ad spend. And you, you can also outrank anyone with your own website still while you're selling on Amazon. Now you can put your Amazon links on your website. And as I said, the higher the quality, and quality is based upon uh, uh, yeah, usability of your website, but speed is also of the essence. Eh? Uh, yeah. I had a, a website, uh, I forgot about the name right now, but that website that had 1 million views and it went back to 5,000 because... Uh, Google changed their algorithm, and uh, that's why you need to be, uh, uh, yeah, knowing what's going on almost yeah. on a daily daily basis. And uh, yeah, it's it's crazy, but that's that's the way you want to do it. Eh? And uh, I, I see I have the that particular website here. And when that happens to you, it's it's crazy. It's it's gearhungry.com, and I think it's an affiliate website. But they drop from one million views to five thousand, and that's wow. because. Google didn't like what they're doing. They have a different set. They look at quality for your content. You, you look at usability and they look at speed, eh? original content. And if you do not have that, then you can uh, yeah, drop out from 1 million to 5,000. And again, I said it in the beginning, that's why I need to diversify as well, eh? beyond all kinds of different things. And even when you're selling on Amazon, think about maybe I should also do something else, eh? on, what you said, on Walmart or Etsy or whatever you want to sell. And uh, yeah. Uh, wow. All right. That's good. Uh, any, any, anything else, you know, last, last uh, tidbit that you want to give out? And then if not, then, uh, uh, you know, obviously, like you said, you're, you're not uh, taking on clients now, but is there a way that people can follow you in social media or maybe uh, just like uh, get on your Getting your radar just in case you do open up uh, your your client list uh, or you do open up to take clients one day again. The the, the website is digitalblacksmiths.io, and uh, uh, I need to do more with with posting myself. Eh? But 
Yeah, luckily I have a name, Wilfried Lightheart. That is not uh, that many uh, uh, people have the same <laughs> name. Eh? Actually, in my village, there is another one <laughs> with the same name as me, but uh, he's not that famous online. So, uh, yeah, if people want to que- uh, ask me questions or whatever, uh, or they want me to look at their uh, their social media pages or their website or whatever, uh, I- I'm fast as lightning, as I always say, so I can do it in five minutes almost and see what's going on. So I definitely uh, uh, like to do share and uh, tips and tips and tricks. And I'm not sure uh, you ha- also have a group. Eh? Maybe we should do a ask me anything uh, a session. Sometime. That'd be good. We should. Eh? Those, those Absolutely. are also very powerful because then people can say, "Hey, this is my website. Can you take a look at it?" And I can break it down and, and destroy it in in two minutes. <laughs> yeah. I love, so, hey, uh, yeah. people need people need to you need to have thick skin in this game, but uh, you can't be, you know. You can't be just so married to what your strategies are and not be open to, to to change. So I hope people are open to that kind of thing. So that's good. All right. Well, we're afraid, Um, I know we talked about you coming. You know, you haven't been been out here and and you know since early 2020 or, or late 2019. I forgot exactly when it was, but uh, hopefully we'll see you uh, in person at one of these events now that the world is opening up again. I actually booked my tickets. So in two months, I will be in the States uh, since uh, uh, one and a half years. So I'm very excited. I'm going to Texas first. And uh, yeah, then we will see where uh, where yeah where we go. And uh, yeah, I bring my family with me. So we will be there for a whole month. And I'm looking very forward to it. So maybe we can uh, drink an Heineken again. Eh? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Well, Wilfried, thank you so much for, uh, for coming on here. And we'll definitely, um, you know, bring you back uh hopefully it won't take another two years to, to get you back on the show but maybe in uh sometime in 2022 we'll, we'll love to talk to you again and get some of these great strategies awesome looking forward to that as well